0: The Social Security Administration has developed a plan for modernizing its information technology, which is key to its ability to keep carrying out its mission. But the agency's advisory board authorized an outside panel of IT experts to look at that plan. The panel has found lots of ways Social Security could improve it. For more, we turn to the chair of the systems expert panel, Alan Balutis. Alan, good to have you on.
1: Thanks for having me, Tom.
0: And we should point out that back in the Jurassic era, you were a federal IT practitioner, (laughs) so you know whereof you speak.
1: Yeah, I think we had gas-driven computers then. It really, really was a while ago. Go check
0: for the loose tubes. All right, so tell us what the panel's charter actually was from the Social Security Advisory Board.
1: First of all, the Social Security Advisory Board is a group separate from the Social Administration. It's a group that includes appointees from both the executive branch and from the Congress, and is a bipartisan group. And they, of course, had, in their deliberations and discussions with outside groups, heard a number of questions and concerns about the SSA's IT modernization, which is a multi-year, $700 million-plus initiative that already at this state and time probably will run close to a billion dollars. And of course, few things are so important or crucial in our government and our society than work that SSA does. It pumps out roughly 90 billion dollars. to uh, chair. And I was fortunate enough to put together a group of wonderful experts. You know many of them, and I know many of your listeners would recognize their names. And we set out, as I think I've said in the preface to the report, to try to give some insights and ideas to to say that would be useful to them in the modernization effort. We did not want to be an oversight and second guessing that comes from OMB and GAO and the inspector general and the, the hills. So we wanted to be helpful partners to the agency in this important effort.
0: And what would you say was the principal finding? I mean, from my reading of the report, it seems that you would call on Social Security to greatly increase the emphasis on customer experience and the ease of accessing Social Security services by the public that receives its benefits.
1: That was certainly one of the major findings that makes up a substantial part of our recommendation. To some extent, the work we did evolved over the course of the study with some of the changes SSA made itself. So they had in place an IT modernization plan, and the new commissioner came in and wanted to change and refocus that modernization effort. As is his prerogative as the leader of the agency, he wanted to put a major focus on citizen service so the modernization plan was revamped under his guidance to pull out cull out those parts of the plan that focused on citizen service and those were made an immediate focus 6 to 9 months and the longer term aspects of the modernization plan were pulled out separately to be worked on a longer term time frame and then of course covid hit and everything changed and We almost saw like a, um, entered a time machine aspect of it in the sense that things that SSA had proposed to do over a longer period of time became a shorter term focus. As they shut down district offices, they have 600 plus district offices around the country. Those weren't available to people. And so the SSA staff from both the business side and the IT side under the CIO's leadership put online so that people can do these things from their home or from a business as opposed to going into an office. So that was a dramatic change. And then, of course, we moved from telework being a um, privilege for a small group of staff at SSA. And, in fact, the leadership at SSA was in the process of actually cutting back Several telework pilots that had been in place for several years moving now to remote work where the entire staff had to work from home. So, again, we saw things that might have played out over a several year period being accelerated and taking place over the last several months. And then, of course, You know, as we all hope as a vaccine becomes available and we return to um, some degree of past normalcy, we'll return to a new way of operating at SSA and a host of other agencies and a host of businesses. You're certainly seeing that across the area where you focus in your efforts, Tom.
0: Sure. We're speaking with Alan Balutis. He's a Cisco Distinguished Fellow and Chairman of the Social Security IT Systems Expert Panel. And aside from the customer service and telework recommendations, did you also look at the basic workload ability because of the basic operating systems and procedures? Because Social Security's workload is growing as tens of thousands of Americans a month reach Social Security age. They've got a basic capacity issue too, don't they?
1: do indeed. And they've known this was coming for a long time, where as the baby boom generation hit into the uh, 2020 era, I think it's like 10,000 people a day over this last decade become eligible for Social Security. And of course, that challenged some of their infrastructure capabilities, again, related to the COVID challenge, because it's one thing to have an infrastructure in place That's going to support 15 or 18,000 employees working one day a week from home or one day a pay period from home to 60 plus thousand employees working full time from home and trying to support an increased demand online as opposed to people who are going into these district offices. And I think SSA and their IT team stepped up well, stepped up dramatically to try to partner with their industry contractors to kind of meet that challenge and meet that demand. I would go back to one point on the citizen services aspect though, Tom, that I think is important. I mentioned earlier that the commissioner had made this a a top priority of his and therefore a top priority of the agency. But I think it's one thing to say that citizen services are a most important uh, initiative, and it's another thing to put in place a structure and a rigor and discipline that says, where are we now? Where do we want to move to? How are we going to measure that? What constitutes success? And why have we picked these particular indicators of citizen service and these? particular metrics as our most important way of achieving that. And we recommended the report, the creation of a customer service office, a customer service lead, citizen service lead, to really direct and focus those efforts within the SSA.
0: And I guess it's probably fair to say that customer service, the outward facing parts, the operational capacity. And the infrastructure really all are related because you have to have a supporting infrastructure that looks both ways, inward at capacity and outward at customer service. Fair way to put it?
1: Well put. Tom. And, of course, SSA has a direct impact on close to half the population of this country. There's few agencies of government that have that. Kind of direct and immediate effect, and uh, where people are so reliant on them for a good part of their support and their future,
0: any reaction yet from the agency practitioners, the i t staff there have they said, yeah, good ideas and so on?
1: some off the record positive comments from the current leadership, some very positive on-the-record comments from the uh, Biden-Harris transition team that actually seized on the report as a key source early in their work in the agency. Uh, We've had several conversations with the IT lead of that team, and we're told their plan is to incorporate the recommendations almost in total in their um, transition report that will be presented as part of the new administration's uh, guidance for the future of the organization. So that was very positive feedback to all the members of the team.
0: Yes, because Carolyn Colvin, the nominee for commissioner, has been at the agency for a long time prior to this, as she was acting commissioner.
1: She was the deputy. She was acting commissioner. She was nominated, as you noted, to be commissioner. That was never acted upon, she was never confirmed, and now she's back. but of course, the current commissioner, Mr. Saul, is there on a uh, a term appointment. It'll only be the uh, second time that a commissioner has been appointed by one administration and will be would be serving the bulk of his term under a uh, an administration of a different party. So we'll have to see how that plays out as the new Biden-Harris team comes in later in January.
0: Well, I'll be watching personally because during the length of a presumed Biden presidency, I might start collecting. So I want them to be there and everything working well.
1: You're still a kid, Tom.
0: I've got a few years to go yet. (laughs) Alan Balutis is a Cisco Distinguished Fellow and Chairman of the Social Security IT Systems Expert Panel. Hey, thanks so much for joining me.
1: So good to speak with you again, Tom, and thanks for the opportunity to uh, present and discuss this report with your listeners.
0: We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Podcast One or wherever you get your shows.
1: Want more ways to share your
0: good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month